0: In my experience, business is a personal development journey with a compensation plan attached. In the past year, I've pushed edges of myself that I thought were corners, but were instead portals to upgraded versions of my identity and spirit. I've tested my limitations that I once thought were weaknesses, but discovered they are in fact my strengths. I've let go of the word realistic and instead started believing anything is possible when you operate in support of your energy. Navigating entrepreneurship while still learning how to be a good mom, an attentive partner, and embodying my projector human design has been a journey I wouldn't trade for anything. In this episode I'm going to share with you about the golden nuggets of wisdom I've obtained since starting my business back in December of 2020. It's through this journey that I've truly stepped into my unapologetic confident self. You are listening to the Confidently You Podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. I invite you to join me, Amber, your host on a journey of coming home to your confident self. I'm so fulfilled with helping you transform your life by exploring your true potential and embodying the highest expression of your unique energy. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to own the magic of your individuality, master your mind and energy, and manifest the life you once thought was impossible. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something you can unlearn. Unlearn the bullshit stories that play on repeat that stop you from living life on your terms and taking action with confidence. So if you love human design, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming Confidently You. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. And today's episode is inspired because it's come into my awareness that I tend to attract budding entrepreneurs, women that are looking to start a business or who are questioning societal norms and they're looking to follow their own path and often that translates into starting their own business, following their sole purpose and living their sole purpose through doing heart-led, purposeful work, usually through the form of some sort of a business. So looking looking to really honor their values and to allow those values to guide every decision that they make in life. Whereas when you have you know a traditional job often this is something that is outside of your control it's outside of what you're able to do and it limits your capacity in order to fulfill your purpose now that being said i do believe that there is purpose that can be found in anything that you do if you are leading with love leading with your heart no matter what that job may look like. That could be anywhere from being a cashier at a fast food restaurant all the way to being a, 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 a lawyer or something like that, you know? Like there is purpose that can be found in every single thing that you do. But I'm finding that the people that I I specifically attract to my business and into my world, a lot of them are looking to start their business and really dive into finding their purpose. And so I wanted to create a podcast and talk about how my life is different after my first year in business, the lessons that I learned during my first year in business that, you know, I wouldn't change my, I wouldn't change my business journey. I mean, I learned everything in the way that I had to and everything has, has panned out and occurred for me in a way that is always serving me. But perhaps maybe things would have been a little bit easier or would have gone a little bit more smoothly had I known about these things. So I decided to make a podcast about this topic in case you are listening to the show and you are wanting to find that confidence within yourself and to be able to navigate challenges through starting your own business. So I'm not going to be talking about like specific strategic ways within a business more or less about you the energy that's behind behind your vision behind your behind your business and whatnot and some of the things that I learned along the way that really helped me in my business. So yeah, I'm going to get into that, but before we get started, I want to offer you a friendly reminder that this week is your last chance to apply for Confident by Design, for this round of Confident by Design. Spots are limited, and this program only launches three times a year, so if you are looking to get into Confident by Design, the deadline to apply is Sunday, February 20th. All you need is a very brief 15 minute application call with me asking some non-invasive questions, seeking to discern whether or not I'm the person that can support you through your confidence building journey, if we are a good fit for each other, and I'd like to know what your goals are um, just to make sure that I can be that person for you to help you achieve those goals. So a brief 15 minute application call and immediately following that you get the link to enroll and choose your payment option. So this is the last time that CBD is going to be enrolling until I want to say September is the next time that I'm going to be enrolling, enrolling some more ladies into the program or menstruating beings. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, perhaps start that business that you've been lacking the confidence to take action upon, or maybe you're unclear about what is your sole purpose, what what sort of vision feels good for you, then I invite you to apply for Confident by Design. You will find all of those answers during our six months together in a way that feels authentic, true, and natural for you. All right, so let's talk business. Well, speaking of a vision and a soul purpose, I have found that it is so important for you when it comes to making decisions in your business, when it comes to thriving in your business and achieving your goals in business. I really live by the notion that you need to be concrete in your goals but flexible in your approach. This means releasing the how. Forget what, forget how you think things are going to happen because that's not your job. Your job is the what and the why. So really focus on the what and the why. Why do you have this business? Why or why are you looking to start this business or why do you have this business? Why do you feel called to do the work in your business or to do to offer your specific service or have a certain product why why do you have that what is your motivation what is your drive behind that is it because you want to change the world and you know that everybody that you sell your service or product to is greatly going to benefit from it um, is it because you want to support your family, earn an income for your family, so that you can have more time freedom to spend time with your family? Whatever it might be, it's so vital. If, because if you're going to have sustainable motivation to continue with this business, because let's get real here, most people don't experience incredible results in business overnight, for the most part business requires dedication it requires consistency whatever that looks like for you it requires those those things and consistency and dedication those can be really challenging to maintain if you don't have a strong and compelling vision to work towards that is why you need to focus on the why it's so vital to have a strong, compelling vision because you are inevitably going to experience lows when it comes to starting a business or when you are growing your business, if you already have an existing business. It is inevitable that you're going to experience lows. And the only way to push through those lows is to be absolutely certain without a shed of a doubt that you are still working towards your strong and compelling vision. Your vision must have a stronger motivating factor than the motivation to quit than when it, when times get low. This vision needs to offer you strength to make it through those parts of your business that are low. There have been months in this past year since starting my business in 2020 where I haven't made any money Where I haven't, you know, had lots of engagement on my social media posts, which to me is an indication that people aren't hearing my message and my message is really important. You know, there have been times where I haven't obtained new clients or, you know, whatever it might be. These things that, you know, are some sort of quote unquote indicators of success in my business. There have been times where I've had these low points in my business, but I keep going. Because I am so fueled by my strong and compelling vision. And the purpose, the why, the purpose that is fueling my business that I keep going. Because I know that if I'm concrete in my goals... It doesn't really matter to me how I get there as long as I am being heart-led and purpose-led and, you know, giving energy instead of taking it. You know, as, as long as I'm following my values, I suppose, as long as I am living within the boundaries of my values, that vision always fuels and it always trumps. Yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> there are mornings when, you know, I need a day off and I just need to check out from my business, right? That's normal, right? You know, it's normal to have periods of 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 rest and work and rest and work. That is normal. I don't berate myself for having a rest day because, hey, if I'm not rested, then people aren't going to be as magnetized to me because I'll have a exhausted and I'll be approaching things with an exhausted energy. So really, really give a lot of focus to the why. And if your why or your purpose, if it doesn't get you out of bed in the morning, if it doesn't make you spring out of bed to want to go and build your business and work towards your business or start your business Maybe keep looking for your purpose. And like I said, maybe not every morning. You know, it won't necessarily look like work every day, right? Sometimes fulfilling your purpose means waking up to rest or waking up to go on a vacation, right? You know, you need to honor yourself before you can be of service to other people. But so yeah, sometimes it doesn't look like work every day. Sometimes it just looks like honoring yourself. But knowing that I'm being intentional about that, being intentional about, okay, you know, I'm waking up today. Today's my rest day and I'm not going to do anything in my business today. I'm just going to focus on me. And tomorrow after I've spent the day resting, I know that I'm going to be so fueled by my vision. And because I'm well rested, I'm going to get right into whatever the task is that I need to, that I need it to be. Right. And that brings me to another thing that I've learned is that you know, I'm—I've said this on the podcast, I'm—I'm I'm sure, like three or four times, maybe more. But something that really, really sticks out to me, and that I do everything that I can to live by, is the energy in which you take the action is more important than the action that you take, and. So I use this outside of my business as well. So this is something that I try to do in everything in my life, is to always honor or to have awareness about what is the energy, what is the intention that I am bringing into this action that I'm taking. So let's say, for example, when I'm sitting down to do my finances or do my budget for the month. So you know those four to eight times a month when I sit down and do my finances, I make sure that I am in an energy of abundance instead of an energy of scarcity or or lack or, or fear. Because I know that if I go and sit down and look at my money and do my finances, and if I'm approaching it from an energy of fear, well, I am going to feel fearful about money. And I don't want to feel fearful about money. I want to feel abundant as fuck about money. And so I have to put myself in... An energy state of abundance before sitting down to do my budget or else I'm gonna be left with a feeling of desperation scarcity and I'm gonna start making decisions about how I spend my money with an energy of desperation and fear meaning I will feel less likely to be generous with my money I will feel afraid to pay off a balance of something. You know, when I have the money to do it because I might think, "Oh, well, what if I don't get uh, some sort of stream of income over the next week or so and then I'll be left with no money." Right? So I'm always I always try to approach it from an abundance mindset because that way it won't matter what the dollar number is in the bank account. It will my feeling will be depend completely dependent on me and no external circumstance meaning i can feel abundant no matter how much money is in my bank account i could have one dollar i could have one thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars and i'll still have the same feeling because i approached it from an energy of abundance instead of worry fear etc. And the same thing goes when it comes to making my podcasts or creating a social media post or an Instagram story or whatever it might be. Something that is going to require or something that people are going to pick up on my energy unconsciously, I always make sure that I am approaching it from the energy that feels most in alignment for me instead of approaching things from an energy of fear. So look at my podcast, for example. I know I've talked about this before. If I approach my podcast from an energy of, oh, I got to get this episode done. I got to stay on schedule. Um, you know, you know, basically an energy of desperation. That is the energy that you are going to pick up on unconsciously when you listen to my podcast or if there's an energy of fear let's say i'm selling something right so let's look at you know because i'm i'm enrolling for confident by design right now so if i were to approach this podcast from a place of desperation or fear like oh my gosh what am i going to do you know maybe I haven't sold any spots or I haven't sold enough spots in my program yet. Oh, I got to make a podcast episode so that more people know about it and blah, 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 blah. Well, unfortunately, you're going to pick up on that and it's probably going to repel you. (laughs) It's going to repel you from wanting to enroll in my program because you're going to be picking up on that icky feeling from me you're going to be picking up on that icky feeling of fear and desperation and scarcity that is going to rub off on you and give you an icky feeling and so when I came into so this podcast today you know I mentioned the enrollment for confident by design but I came from a place of service of love because I know that the tools inside of confident by design are life-changing And I know that. And I, if I say that with confidence, and if I'm like, yo, if this calls to you, awesome, great, I invite you to apply. That is what you're going to pick up on. You are going to pick up on that feeling of confidence, that feeling of alignment, of love, of service, of energy. You're going to pick up on that. And that is what is going to compel someone to to want to work with me. Whereas, you know, if I approach this from desperation, people are going to be like, fuck no. They might not know why. It might not be a conscious thing. But you'll get some sort of an icky feeling that will turn you off. And this is really applicable to how you approach anything in business. Because the nature of business is an exchange of energy. That is what business is. So you're either offering a service that you provide to people or it's a product right so there is energy that is felt in there is a quality of energy that is felt in a product or a service right so people pick up on that whether that be something that is physically tangible So I know, for example, there are some entrepreneurs out there that, you know, sell some amazing uh, manifestation, metaphysical type products, right? So crystals, um, essential oils, you know, or gift baskets of these, um, of like a curation of these types of things. And they put so much love. You can feel the intention and energy that they put into the products that they sell. And you can feel that and that increases the quality and therefore increases the value of what they are selling so if there is anything that I want you to take away from this episode is to make decisions from a place of alignment instead of fear if that means that you have to stop you know, if you recognize, okay, I'm feeling really feel fearful right now, I'm feeling anxious before I make this social media post that I'm inviting people to buy something from me, if you need to stop before taking action, it's okay. Because sometimes waiting to take an action is better than forcing yourself to take action because it was fueled by something like fear or desperation. It's worth the wait. All right, so the next thing that I want to talk about, it's a harsh truth, but you know what? I really needed to hear this, I want to say, in March uh, or April, something like that, March or April of 2021. I really needed to hear this, so maybe you need to hear this too. If you already have a business and, you know, it's taking longer to build that business than you thought it would, it is okay if you have to get a part-time job or even a full-time job. It's okay if you have to do that. As long as you are still fueled by your vision and your vision is motivating for you, it's okay if you have to get that job. I had to get a part-time job. I had to get a part-time job. I want to say it was, I I was there between the months of April to September, if I'm not mistaken, maybe it was October of 2020. Something like that. I had to get a part-time job because um I was making money in my business, but it was really sporadic and inconsistent, and hey, I've got a family that needs food, <laughs> that needs to keep a roof over their head, right? You know, I wasn't taking any steps back. I don't believe that. I don't believe I was taking any steps back at all. In fact, without that part-time job, I wouldn't have been able to keep my business going. I needed to do that. So give yourself give yourself a permission slip. If, if you're struggling right now, it is okay to get a part-time job. As long as you are still committed to your vision, to your why. You know, you can still lead (laughs) you can still lead with love you can still fulfill your purpose even if you have to get a part-time job sometimes there are still lessons that need to be made or maybe there are even people that you are still yet to network with that you might find inside of that part-time job you never know if you're if if money is a struggle for you then and you're but you but you know that this is your path, it's okay if you have to get that part-time job. As long, and now I'm going to be coming back to the previous point here, as long as you are making a decision out of alignment instead of fear. So don't sit down with your budget and be like, oh fuck, I'm not making any money, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? So that's fearful, that's emotionally charged, that's desperate right and then you all of a sudden go out and get a job while you're still like feeling really emotionally charged by that i would say that's not such a great decision i would wait until you're feeling emotionally clear until you're feel until you can approach the decision of getting a part-time job with an energy of acceptance and alignment and if you come to that place great know that that is a decision that is right for you when you can come to that decision in a place of clarity, calm, cool, and collected. And when you have the confidence in knowing, okay, this is not my forever plan. This is just an additional step that I need to take on my business building journey. And when you have that kind of mentality, this job, this part-time job that you might get, is not going to dominate your life, right? You can still lead with that sole purpose with your, you know, wanting to build your business. Maybe you need to invest in your business and therefore you have to get a job simply to even contribute to your, to your purpose, right? I've had to do that. I had to, that's another reason why I got a part-time job is because I needed extra income to be able to invest in my business. So this looked like, um, you know, like a $4,000 business course that i took uh, the program that i use to support my um or to host my my content so uh, confident by design is hosted on this program called kajabi or this website called kajabi and that's a couple hundred dollars a month and when i wasn't consistently bringing income in well i needed to make sure that i still was able to pay for this program that supported my content so that when people did Pay me money to want to buy my product or whatever. I had this excellent product that I could offer to people. So that actually brings me to my next point is that sometimes you got to spend money to make money. And that being said, like I really believe that you can start your own business with, you know, very little money, like a couple hundred dollars. You absolutely can start a business with a small investment. But if you want to, continue to grow your business and if you and that means also growing yourself because your business is a reflection of your energy and your unconscious capacity especially if it's a personal brand business you need to invest in your business and that might mean also investing in yourself if you want to make more money than you've ever made in your life then that means that you need to adopt or step into that version of yourself, that identity of yourself that is capable of obtaining and maintaining that sort of amount of money. So for example, myself, I want to be a millionaire someday, but I've never come close to earning a million dollars before. And that's because I've never had an identity and an unconscious capacity that is capable of obtaining and maintaining that kind of money this is so critical because this is going to impact how you sell your products or services what you value your products and services at and your ability to maintain your wealth and i like using the example of lottery winners versus self-made billionaires, for example. Because when a lottery winner wins the lottery, well, they all of a sudden maintained a massive amount of wealth and they didn't build up the unconscious capacity to keep it. Because here's what happens. When you all of a sudden or spontaneously obtain wealth, in order to maintain it, that requires an identity shift. And most lottery winners haven't done that internal work to get that money. And so what happens is that once they get this money, their ego is like, whoa, I've never had this much money before. This feels unsafe to me. Of course, this is not logical. This is not happening on a conscious level, right? This is all happening unconsciously. But the ego is like, whoa, I've never had this amount of money before. Uh, That feels really scary to me. I would need a different identity in order to maintain all this money. And so I'm going to find the fastest way possible to get rid of it so I can go back to my comfort zone and and, and, and get back there so that I can feel safe again. And so you find ways to unconsciously self sabotage to get back to that safe zone, to getting back to that identity that didn't have money before. And this is why we see so many lottery winners go bankrupt, it's because they did not build up the unconscious capacity nor the identity to be the type of person that can not only obtain wealth, but can also maintain it. So this is, so that's what it looks like for a lottery winner, but now let's look at the self-made billionaire. Well, self-made billionaires or millionaires or really wealthy people, whatever, they have likely done the inner work. So I'm talking about the billionaires that are, that are leading with their hearts. And so they have done the inner work. They have gone through that process of slowly building up the identity and the unconscious capacity or the blueprint to not only obtain wealth, but to maintain it. And so in the few cases where we have seen millionaires or billionaires go bankrupt, they find ways to get back to their millions or billions. Like look at Donald Trump, for example. How many times has that man gone bankrupt? (laughs) But he still finds a way to get his money back. Because millionaires, self-made millionaires and billionaires, they already have the blueprint to obtain and maintain wealth. So when they lose all their money, they can just get back there versus the lottery winner who, you know, wants to follow their ego and get back to that place of the comfort zone, right? So in business, you got to spend money to make money. So sometimes this is going to look like paid advertisement if that calls to you, or this is going to look like investing in yourself. So for me, this has looked like uh, enrolling in a business course, taking my manifestation program, uh, taking my life coaching certification, NLP, feng shui, EFT, you know, all of these different areas of discipline that I have, these things have fueled my knowledge and increased my value. And when you increase your value, you can increase the cost of what people invest into your products or services. So, in the past, oh, I want to say two, three years, I'd have to go back and actually check. But, you know, in the past couple of years, I've invested somewhere around $10,000 into my mindset, into my energy. And so I am always looking to increase. My value because for two reasons well first of all this is how i fulfill my soul's purpose the more that i invest in myself the more value that i can offer to other people so the more energy that i can offer to people the more uh, valuable knowledge and wisdom that i can share with people but also it increases the value of what it of what the investment is to work with me and it provides other women perhaps like you with an opportunity to invest in themselves so when you have that opportunity to invest in yourself you are increasing your unconscious capacity you're changing or upgrading your blueprint for what you attract into your life you're increasing your lowest standard you're increasing your energetic set point. So if you were to think of your energy like a thermostat. So the th- the furnace is programmed by the thermostat, and the furnace takes control from uh, from what the thermostat is set to. And the furnace is going to operate, you know, in one to three degrees on either side of the temperature that the thermostat sets, right? So that's what we would call the comfort zone, or what feels good. And that setting that the thermostat is at. You can think of that as your current identities, your current beliefs, your current vibration, your, your mindset. So when you invest in yourself, you're giving yourself an opportunity to increase your energetic set point, to increase the minimum temperature that you can operate at. So in any time that, oops, all of a sudden the thermos ducked really low in temperature, oh, I'm uh, slightly adjusting my thermostat. Oh, and it's gonna come right back. Investing in yourself is so important. It's a way for you to tell your unconscious that you mean business. It's like, okay, you know, I've been pulling, up, I've been putting up with your shit for too long here, ego. I am ready to shift my identity, increase my capacity because also when you increase your capacity, you increase your ability to receive. I'm ready to move past this. I am, and that that investment that I make into myself is going to shock your is going to shock my system, and it's going to force me to hold myself accountable. So this is interesting. So I was doing a little bit of research a while back, and I want to say it was the University of Florida. I could be mistaken, but it was something like the University of Florida did this study that uh they did this study on students who paid for their own tuition versus those that had their parents pay for the intuition uh uh, pay for their tuition and it showed that the students who paid for their own tuition had higher scores than those that didn't pay for their own tuition and this is uh this is a reflection Of those students taking themselves more seriously and devoting themselves more to their study because they're the it was their money that was put at risk, right? So with if they if you don't make that own investment in yourself, you don't hold yourself as accountable. You don't take as much responsibility for the outcome because it it wasn't your money that was at risk, right? So in this world that we live in, money is one of those ways that we can invest in energy in ourselves so that we can hold ourselves accountable and basically train ourselves to experience results. And the higher the dollar amount, the more value that you are likely to find in whatever it is that you are investing in. So my investments have been increasing over the years. So it started out, you know, it was like a hundred dollar a month membership or program that I was doing for um, doing for a while there. And then I eventually invest. Oh, and then I got my certifications, which, you know, a couple hundred dollars there, whatever it was for those certifications. And then I eventually uh, increased it to a $3,000 investment for my manifestation program that I took, and then it was like a $4,000 or $4,200, I can't remember the numbers exactly, but somewhere around there is like $4,200 for the business co- bis- uh, business program that I took. So I'm always looking to increase the investments that I make, because that is one of the ways that I build up my unconscious capacity and um, continue to experience bigger results, more quantum leaps, because of the more that I invest in myself. I truly believe that whatever you invest in yourself, you will experience a return of 30 times. And you know, if you're not ready to make those big investments in yourself, start small. Maybe this is going to look like buying books. Maybe this is going to look like taking a, a small workshop or a masterclass or, you know, whatever it might be, those small investments, they count. Those are baby steps. So don't think that you have to make big investments those investments are there and they'll be waiting for you when you're ready for them but if investing is something investing in yourself is something that's brand new to you and a little bit scary start with buying that $20 book right if anything You'll obtain a fuck ton of value if you buy a good book, right? And if I could make a suggestion, buy The Celestine Prophecy. (laughs) There you go. There's your first $22 investment that you can make to yourself that is going to completely revolutionize your life. So it's not just about the big investments. Although, yes, of course, I am an advocator for those big investments because making those large investments is what truly changed my life. But it started small. I started with buying those books right and that eventually progressed because i was like okay i need more than this i also want support while i while i go through this learning process right and so that's why i made those bigger investments because i wanted a personal energetic touch with the next investments that i was making i wanted a coach i wanted someone to be there with me when you know i didn't understand information or when i needed to needed help to see an alternate perspective and to change my mindset right and it's all about where you are at in life right now. And that also that brings me to another point in which I learned on my business building journey is that I recognize and acknowledge that I am extremely privileged. I'm educated, I'm attractive, I'm white, and I'm middle class. All of these things increase my privilege and reduce obstacles Me to thrive, I recognize because I have these attributes that I don't have as many barriers or obstacles. I don't meet as many obstacles as some people, people that are of you know a lower quote unquote class or have colored skin or don't have the education that I have, right? so those are obstacles that other people meet that i haven't had to overcome and i recognize that and i acknowledge that and i can't imagine what it would be like to start a business when you do have those obstacles in place when someone doesn't want to work with you because you have brown skin or you have black skin right that that it sucks that this is the world that we live in and that is the reality for some people That my heart goes out to those people and I guess this is one of the reasons why I am so passionate and so devoted to the work that it is that I do because it is so focused on self-love, self-acceptance because the more that you love yourself and accept yourself, the more that, that you are going to love and accept other people and this includes people that are suppressed. We need to start loving ourselves more because we need to love each other more. The reason that there are things like racism and, um, you know, white supremacy and, you know, even different classes, right? You know, the reason why this is in place is because there is, there are some people in this world that are devoid of love and instead they, they lead with, with hate or they're self-serving or they, um, are, are angry Right, they're in their not self theme, and so unfortunately, unfortunately, we experience this perpetuation of of these unf- of suppressing other people in this world. And so I recognize and acknowledge that I'm very privileged, and that I have these attributes that help me succeed in business. And I want to extend my love, extend my hand to everyone who wishes to work with me. And that is actually one of the things that I talk about inside of Confident by Design. In module three, uh, we talk about the spiritual laws or the immutable laws of the universe. One of those is the law of oneness. And I do bring up this idea of racism inside of there. Think, you know, one of the ways that we can start approaching this and how we can start you know, honoring ourselves, accepting ourselves, and how these are one of the steps that we are going to take to experiencing more equanimity in our society so i recognize i'm privileged and i and with that privilege i also recognize that it costs money to start a business you know even though you can start a business with even 100 dollars not everybody has 100 dollars right not everybody has that 100 dollars and even if you do have that 100 dollars some people have way more obstacles than someone like I would have in order to get that business going, right? So I recognize my privilege. I recognize that I have had money and that not everybody is privileged as me. And I think that this is something that, you know, if you identify with any of the attributes that I have in terms of business, I invite you to be more more aware of your privi- of your privilege. I invite you to... Support, respect, and honor of those that are suppressed in the society and that they're looking to start their own business. Cheer them on, celebrate them, help remove some of those obstacles that they have in place that you don't have. By supporting them, sharing their content on social media, or perhaps collaborating with them, whatever it might be, um, find a way to include people. Find a way to give more love. Find a way to break down those barriers that other people have that maybe you don't have so that they can experience success as well. And when you lead with love, you will get more love in return. And the last thing that I want to talk about, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in business is use human design. (laughs) I feel like this goes without saying because I'm now obsessed with human design, but Human design has completely revolutionized how I do business. So my entrepreneurial journey journey did not start with Confidently You. My entrepreneurial journey started um, when I was about 19 and I was getting involved with network marketing. And I did network, mar- network marketing on and off uh, since I was 19 until I started Confidently You, which was when I was 27. 27 28 something like that. And no, 27. I sorry, confidently you. So I, you know, I did network marketing for a while and network marketing, you know, there is a big hustle culture. There is um, you know, focus on being consistent, showing up every single day and doing XYZ every single day, reaching out to people. That did not feel good to me. And later on I would learn when I learned about human design that I'm a projector and that I need to be recognized and invited. And it was like, oh, that's why those things didn't work out for me in the past is because I was trying to push my energy somewhere where it hadn't been invited and people were feeling repelled by me. So even though there were instances, instances of success that I had with network marketing, overall, it was not a successful experience. I learned a lot. And if it, were, if it weren't for those network marketing experiences, you can say for sure that I would not have started Confidently You. So those experiences were so vital for my journey, but they weren't the path for me. And so when I started Confidently You, I was taking those that hustle mentality that showing up every single day and being consistent and reaching out to people when I started confidently you that was my that was my approach that was the energy in which I was approaching my business and it did not feel good um i burnt out pretty quickly and and i didn't feel like i was living up to my potential or or following my purpose. And so lucky for me, only after about a month and a half since uh, starting Confidently You, I found human design. And human design gave me this permission slip to do business my way, to use magnetic marketing, uh, attraction marketing, to For people to come find me. I mean if you're listening to this podcast you are a product of how I now run my business. I don't reach out to people unless if there was a previous lingering invitation that did not expire yet where you know there was an open invitation so to speak. Um, but that usually only happens with like really close friends or someone who happened to reach out to me and said, Hey, can you contact me in like three months or something like that? Right? So that usually doesn't happen, but in the odd case it it occasionally does. But for the most part, I don't reach out to people. I instead allow my energy to fuel the actions that I take and human design has showed me how to align this energy to align the cogs of my machine so that i am always broadcasting an authentic energy that people want to connect with it's never this false or icky feeling of energy it's instead like whoa i want what she has right i want some of her energy and that's because i am allowing my authentic energy to shine and be vibrant And human design has showed me how to do that. And it's also offered me a strategy for me to follow my intuition. Which is huge! If you are a business owner or looking to start a business, knowing what is your intuitive voice is, frankly, life-changing. Because you have about 60,000 thoughts a day. And many of which, those thoughts lead to a decision that needs to be made. And decisions or behaviors are a result of a decision made. And you're going to have to make decisions in your business. You're going to have to know, do I make this post? Do I share this on my story? Do I make this podcast? Do I sell this product? Do I create this service? Whatever it might be, you're going to have to make decisions in your business and you're going to want to make sure you make the right ones. Of course you're going to make mistakes. Of course you're going to it's going to be a journey to cultivate and learn how to listen to that intuitive voice, but you're going to want to be overall working towards your vision, right? And when your vision is something that is true to you, when your vision is something that is cultivated from that strong sense of intuition, you would be amazed at the things that can happen for you when you allow life to live through you. And this all starts by being able to follow that, in, in, follow that intuition and to be able to align your energy in its cogs. Because when people are looking to work with you in your business to either buy a product or a service they don't buy they don't buy your product or service they buy you they buy your energy if you are someone that say sells um, crystals for example well there's like a crystal shop in like every district of my city (laughs) right i could go anywhere to buy crystals so why would i buy them from you well, it's because of the love and care that, that and the energy that you broadcast that makes me want to buy from you, even if that means paying more than what it would cost for me to buy something on Amazon. I want you. I want your energy. Don't you want to make sure that you're broadcasting an energy that feels authentic to you, an energy that is sustainable for you instead of trying to force energy and therefore drain energy And use your energy in an unsustainable way when you're trying to live life as someone else. People don't want someone else. They want you. It's about time that you start honoring yourself and allowing your authentic energy to shine through. So if you're ready to start your business or you're ready to grow your existing business, but you recognize that... You know, your energy is not aligned right now. You're not feeling confident in your authenticity if you aren't living up to your full potential, if you don't feel like you're living your sole purpose then consider this your invitation to apply for confident by design inside of confident by design you will receive all of the tools that you need to get your mindset right to align your energy to feel confident in your own skin feel confident in expressing your authentic self and becoming a magnet for your desires Spots are limited, and the deadline to apply is this Sunday, February 20th, because module one comes out February 21st, and when the doors close, I want to be able to focus and devote all of my energy to those that have enrolled until the next launch occurs, which won't be for another, what is it, eight months, (laughs) something like that. Whenever I choose to do this again, um, and the cost of investment will have increased the next time that CBD is open again for enrollment. So take advantage of the lowest investment cost that this will be at, and the spots are limited. So if this calls to you, if you are ready to start your business or grow your existing business, then I invite you to come check it out. The links are in the show notes to check out the details about CBD, including the course outline. So if you want to know about the topics we're going to be covering, uh, go ahead and check that out. I also did an episode a couple back talking about Confident by Design. So if you have not checked that one out, I invite you to go listen in if you're feeling the call. And if you want to apply, that link is also in the show notes. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you have found some inspiration to push through or do some soul searching in your current business or to perhaps start your own if that's what feels good to you thanks for listening and i will connect with you on the next episode thank you so much for listening to today's episode i am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode.